Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. This is your host, Light Light Finger Thief, and here I'm joined by Logar. Hello, I am Logar the Barbarian. And what day is it today? It is Zine Thursday. Logar, where is all the time gone? Oh, I can't no. believe it's Thursday already. Oh, I can. It's horrible week. The work week's killing me and dying here. <laughs> Are you running out of time like I am? I'm running out. I got no time to do anything. Time is terrible. It's time like, is terrible. <laughs> I need more time to focus on stuff. I need time to get stuff edited. I need time to get stuff written. I need time. I need time. I need time. I got no time. It's a we nightmare. We have no time. But um, today, Zine Thursday, we're going to be covering Running Out of Time. Running Out of Time? That's my life. It is. It is by uh, our friend Diego Nogueira. The zines were provided to us and paid for by one of our patrons. We'd like to thank Weeping Bugbear. Thank you very much. It was. It thank was, you very I really much. Appreciate very, that. Very kind of you to uh, buy these zines for us because <clears throat> we love zines and we, we love Diego as well too. As I said earlier, I am running out of time, and I I, <laughs> uh, I appreciate this zine a lot because there is a focus on the time and and that's something that that we've been talking a lot about here while we've been messing around with our own little game but also um just in general in my life i'm running out of time and, and we talk about things like capitalism and and labor and and selling your time to somebody i think this is a really cool little take on something like that and it's probably a little more class conscious than some role-playing games are at times with that yes so this game is a cyberpunk survival game you are running out of time (laughs) in this universe because time is a currency in this universe you use time to stay alive and use time to purchase items as well too I know there was a recent film that came out that did something like this, and I've seen a few other things in science fiction that does this tro- This kind of time is a currency. I want to go back to Josiah Warren was was one who was was looking at like time, the Cincinnati Time Store and time vouchers. So time is currency has been around for a while, but this was this came out the copyrights in twenty twenty when Diogo put this out. Uh, old school, I think I, I old from old school. I think this may have been a PDF before it was in print, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah, I don't know. We um. Got it from, again, one of our Patreon subscribers who had ordered it from Exalted Funeral. So it was relatively new in print on Exalted Funeral. But as you mentioned, it may have been out before in the PDF format before. The, it's it's beautifully done. It looks nice, just like everything else Diogo does. It, it, it really does have a good little uh, cyberpunk feel to it and whatnot. Now, I think we should just start with your introduction. You create your character. This has a similar system that I think is being used in a few other games. You have that other one as well. It is, yes. So the Screams Among Stars uses this system, and it's based off of the uh, Cairn into the Odd style system. Um, Liminal Horror also has a similar base mechanic system as well, too. So very simple, only three attributes. (laughs) Yeah, Strength, Dexterity, and Willpower are the three. And for your attributes, you roll 2d6 plus 3. In order, swapping any two. And then you get time. And then, well, you have hit protection, and then you have time. Time is how many days you have left before you die. 1d6 days. You have 1d6 days. So you got to hustle and get your job so you can get more time. So there's a lot of options in playing this game from a time standpoint. Um, You know, you can work for the corporations. You can be a mercenary. You can be a, a, you know, thief, rebel, whatever it may be. But you need to earn time to stay alive. 
And they have a background chart here as well and give you a couple items when you're rolling up your character. The character creation looks super quick and easy. And one thing that's cool before I get into a lot of this is the very back, the back page has a rules summary page and all the rules fit there in one page. Yep. So it's pretty simple, easy to read and get to. This would be great for a one shot if I just had to grab something and go if I had a little prep time. Now, a lot of the strength I feel in this are in a lot of the random roll tables that are in here that set up the world and the situation. Now, I'll just go through here. I guess I'm starting at the beginning. You so you're going to roll your background? You roll up a background. You get a couple items with that. Um, You choose your details, like, your like pers personality. Your personality, then you can pick a name. All that now, then the names itself, there's like different two different name charts, masculine and feminine names, specifically with, with both D100 charts. It goes into the encumbrance and the inventory systems and things like that that's used in the game, gears and weapons. And then with uh, time itself, I mean, time is what drives this game, right? So, yes. your payment for your jobs is in time, is in time. So, you know, if it's a not a very risky job, you might get one D6 days of payment. But if it's a potentially fatal job, it might be like 1D4 years of payment. And and also, all of your equipment and everything is paid for in time. So when you start off, some of these, some equipment can be like literally like days, years even some of them. I think I saw a few months. But uh, there's a few that are hours. And, yeah. you know, you run out of time, you're dead. So at a point, this is, it's, it, I love the idea. Oh, here it is. The power armor is a 10-year one. I knew something had a 10-year Well, like an armored car is five years worth of time. Yeah. A flying car is 10 years worth of time. And you start with 1D6. Well, days, <laughs> days. not years, days. Not years, days. But did you see the piece about borrowing time from a bank? You can oh, borrow yeah. time from a time bank. With interest. So with 25% interest. <laughs> so yeah. you got to make up that time somewhere else to pay them back more time more time from your life pay more time yeah. from your life paid to the company <laughs> so as you mentioned you know some of the symbolism here is quite quite interesting because we're all slaves to the clock within capitalism as well too so <laughs> i appreciate it. i think i needed to read this today um so the interesting stuff I I like in here when it comes to running this because there's I'm, I'm gonna skip over. Well, do I do we want to go over the rest of this? There's like surviving in the mega city. Yeah, um, I, role I, playing I mean, there. Yeah, role playing there. I mean, they have a small section on like say hacking and such, but you know this game isn't built for like deep hacking or, or or anything like that. Yeah, it seems like it'll be a simple thing. It's not a, it's not an overly complex. Like, oh, did you do it or not? Yeah, okay. right. And you can be opposed and you can like have a hack off. <laughs> it also goes over like hirelings, followers, NPCs, NPCs. Yep. And I like the referee section. It's interesting. It gives you kind of principles of refereeing. Uh, kind of tells you what you're going for, making the city fast, being you know being fair, educator of the game appealing to people's senses but then it gets in and also goes into how to run the clock the time clock you're going to be running yes because that's uh, most critical <laughs> but then there's like these these charts here we get into like the people charts so different elements of npcs and stuff you're going to get into and there's also because these are the ones i want to focus on because yeah, i really like these there's also different corporations and other faction charts which i think are really awesome there's a bunch of d66 tables 
that throw you into some interesting territory as a as a game master, I believe, or whatever warden slash dungeon master, whatever you're going to call yourself. Yep. So this information here, I feel, is kind of the strongest part of the game. There's a lot of good ideas here, and I like where they're going with it. Uh, like the people, interesting NPCs you have here, uh, bank owners, technology company owners, stock agent, hovercraft police racer. officers, <laughs> gun sellers, you got arms dealers. Yep. You have a, yeah, indie game designer. You could be an indie game designer as well, too. Nice, nice. The lottery. I want to be the lottery winner. That's what <laughs> I want to be. Lower... How about the uh, corrupt public servant? <laughs> so all the upper class occupations are interesting. And there's lower class, so this definitely gives you class in here. The lower class occupations are just kind of working class jobs uh, and things you can do. But there are things in there that are more fun adventure thing like hackers but you got waiters tourist guide sales clerk taxi drivers etc etc and then it goes into it gives you traits hindrances and objectives for the characters let's let's these let's are, roll up a couple character uh, npcs real quick are, you want to do that these are npcs not characters yeah these are these well npcs are characters they're just the dungeon not, masters characters not <laughs> play, sorry not player characters. not player characters. let's roll up a couple why don't you want to one of us want to roll i'll roll up an upper class uh character and you can yep. roll up a lower class character and this is off of a d66 table so the d66 i rolled a 54 which is a gun seller so i've got an arms dealer i have a debt collector did you do upper class or lower class Lower class, 33. Oh, so you're the one that's being sent to get the cadet. That's a terrible yeah. job. <laughs> I got a 14 for my people's traits. Um, convincing words. My gun arms dealer is very convincing with their words. This sounds uh, My trait is I'm the leader of the debt collector faction, I guess. <laughs> I rolled a 25 for people's hindrances. Strong paranoia. It makes sense that the gun, the arms dealer with uh, the convincing words has a strong paranoia. <laughs> uh, my hindrance is false information. So I guess I'm the big liar. <laughs> oh, I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> His objective is I rolled 52, have justice through arms dealing. Through arms dealing. So <laughs> I am a be feared debt collector. That lies a lot. <laughs> oh, you you be feared of me. Be fe oh, wait a minute. There's the, oh, there's another whole page. We got the people's objectives here to D sixty six. Well, there's obstacles. People's obstacles on the next page. People's obstacle. Oh, let's keep on going. So I got my obstacle. Uh, fifty two. Being followed. That's what I got as well too. <laughs> oh, we're both being followed. Oh, I'm paranoid about something. I guess I am being followed. You are being followed by somebody. People's methodology, I rolled a 65, which is threatening opposition. A minus through fear, which is a debt collector. That makes sense. Oh, it's working out quite well. I rolled a 54 for my people's appearance, and that's hulking. A hulking arms dealer. I must have so hulking arms. You look like the uh, what? Incredible Hulk or Hulk Hogan? Here's <laughs> <laughs> a, a big, uh, I guess one of these guys probably into like, like, like like really into guns is an arms dealer right yeah so i be. guess he's like like pumping up all the time trying to prove he's a big man and whatnot <laughs> i wrote up mine as a 12 athletic build maybe he's like a maybe he's a fitness nut it's from chasing chasing everybody down to try to yeah. collect those debts chasing all down all the people to collect so the debts of time what what are they carrying is it d100 you could be carrying R rpg books actually logar 
I got a 15 <laughs> vintage LP. Oh, I'm carrying old photos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I figured I'd be carrying more arms. These guns at the gun show. Yeah. The next we have is corporations and other factions. There's, there's quite some a bit really on here. Cool, yeah, there's some really cool things going on with the corporations and other factions. I, I want to point out some of the things in the charts. I don't know if we should try to roll up a corporate. No, let's take, we'll, we got a few minutes. Let's take turns on the different charts, faction theme. I want to point out there's, there's all kinds of, um, where is it at here? The corporations and other factions, Mega City. And the mega city itself, I think, is the one that has all kinds of interesting elements to it, like rebellions brewing. Well, they have the different themes happening and different yeah. events happening for this mega city. The themes in the mega city are interesting and would really add a lot of interesting stuff to the game. But let's focus yep. on a corporation and other factions. Do a corporation. We'll we'll do every other table and just roll one up. Okay. You want to do faction theme? I'll do faction themes for this. It'll be thirty-two. They have a lot of cruel assassins. Ooh, a cruel assassin, uh, assassin faction. I want to point out, go up to the top there. We do have a couple like revolutionaries and people's militias and cool things like that going on in factions. Well, did you see number 43? (laughs) Inconsequential anarchists. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no, the inconsequential anarchists. (laughs) Faction characteristics, 46. I'm going to add to to this is that a, a subversive goals. Of course, they're assassins. Their goals are subversive. subversive. <laughs> of course they are. And they want to, objective-wise, steal artifacts, number 14. Steal artifacts? I wonder what kind of artifacts. Faction methods. How do they do I it? I ruled 61 using science. The science assassins. So these are like nerdy lab code assassins that want to steal some artifacts. So they're killing folks through unconventional means. Like, you know. uh, yes. So in terms of their assets, they have 36 invisible technology. Invisible. Oh, that makes that makes good sense. That makes good sense. So what do you roll the last problem one? Is problem is 43. They're hated by the masses. Oh, nobody knows who they are. They're subversively doing this. Well, that's because they're that's because because they're invisible. <laughs> <laughs> let's do so. Let's do a mega city real quick. So the mega city has the city themes, events, but also has neighborhoods, which I think are very interesting because you have rich neighborhoods and poor neighborhoods, and it goes into very details on the streets, the buildings, what it smells like, oh, what you hear. So much, there's so much. There's so the much. Sounds. What, what you can see. I mean, it's it's super detailed. Let's try. Let's do this. Just this. These two pages, because there's more pages after this. Let's do page 32 and 33. We'll roll up an overall mega city and then one of the neighborhoods. Okay, uh, what, what, we'll what stop you, there. <laughs> why don't you roll the theme up? City theme. I got, oh, a double ones, 11. Corrupt, Corrupt aristocracy. aristocracy. No, that's pretty normal. <laughs> uh, for city events, we have a deadly fashion trend going on. A deadly fashion trend? Maybe they're like, uh, you know, keeping like puffer fish as uh, pets or something. <laughs> <laughs> 55. For neighborhood themes, we have harbor and ships. So Ooh, that pufferfish might be coming out of the harbor. That might be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the rich neighborhood, uh, the location is in a private arena. Ooh. Interesting. Poor neighborhood location. Oh, so these are just different locations for the yep. neighborhood. Then we have another poor neighborhood location in our city. I got a 64. You're which, under a bridge. <laughs> oh, a bridge. This is where people you're, live is under the bridge. You're living under the bridge. It's probably the bridge bridge over to wherever those docks are and whatnot that, yep. that enter into the arena. So you got like a little tri area there. You can have like the rich and the poor kind of 
existing right. in the same say kind of at an intersection there and it could and, be interesting and the rich are crossing the bridge over to the harbor to go get their deadly puffer fish because that's all the range now running out of time a cyberpunk survival rpg by diogo noguera check it out i think it's really neat there's some great stuff if you're gonna run this there's a lot of great ideas in here to run a game and it's easy to get characters easy started. to get started i mean you know the rule summary is one page on the back cover the character sheet there's like three attributes i mean We'll probably be playing this as a one-shot in the future, as Lobar mentioned. Yeah, Cyberpunk Dystopia. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter and TikTok at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. We could really use the support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. Roll those D6s.